Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are going to talk about the Starbucks Odyssey program. First, let us take you back to the beginning. The Starbucks Rewards program is brilliant. Whether you do or don't like Starbucks, from a business perspective, this was a genius move. What is clever about it is you add money to a wallet that sits there until you spend it. So that money is there for Starbucks to use. It's like a float. It means their reliance on people just walking through the door is reduced. Also, if you weigh the actual cost of making any drink, it's actually pennies. It costs nothing to make a black coffee compared to how much a consumer pays. Even when you earn enough points to get a free drink, again, that cost to Starbucks is minimal. So there is a lot of additional income that sits in those wallets on top of the fact that you can't get your money back. You can't take your money off the card. You have to wait until you spend it. I have currently 50 pounds on a Starbucks card. because That doesn't surprise me, Angela, at all. (laughs) Right. But I added it when I was traveling to London a lot and then COVID hit. And I don't have a Starbucks close to where I live. So it's just sat there for Starbucks to do what it likes with it. So this actually came from a Motley Fool article from March 2022 that said, as of the company's most recent annual report, Starbucks reward members have forked over more than $2 billion to the coffee powerhouse without getting a single Frappuccino for it. So they've not used that money yet. It's just sat there. Um, until they spend it. That's $2 billion for that year. Bloody hell. <laughs> I'm learning as we go, guys. <laughs> In fact, as of 2022, the rewards program makes up 53% of the company's revenue. Also, to take into account, the loyalty app has 50 million registered users. I didn't realize it was that powerful. So as you can see, it is a hugely successful piece of the Starbucks pie. So what's next? Well, in December 2022, they launched Starbucks Odyssey to try and take their rewards program to another level and bring in line with the current technology. They're referring to it as the next generation loyalty platform. Currently in beta, so only available to a few loyal clients and members of staff, Basically, it combines their loyalty rewards with, of course, NFTs and gamification elements, which come in the form of an interactive activities called journeys. It is a Web3 extension to their rewards program where members can complete journeys to earn journey stamps in the form of NFTs or Odyssey points that will open access to different benefits and experiences both virtual and in the real world. 
If you read Starbucks release for Odyssey, they talk a lot about community. Of course they do. And this is a quote from their website. Starbucks Odyssey is an experience surrounded by a digital community where members can come together, interact and share their love of coffee. This is this is big on the kind of the published release where they are talking about community, which we have gone on, on and on. Because it's always it seems to be when anybody tokenizes something, it's sort of to bring those loyal clients or customers together in a community. And, and Starbucks have the most loyal loyal custom customer base even when it became trendy to have a starbucks cup in your instagram pic in like night in 2015 and like what was that all about i know love them or hate them they are really smart with some of the things they do just like the red cup how just to change your cups to red over christmas becomes this big thing and this big talking point and their rewards program as we've just spoken about is really smart. So whether you like them or not, they they have been really smart in some of the moves they make. And this is just the first. Was Starbucks the first to come over? It I felt like there was a sort of few of them that sprung up at the same time. But Starbucks have really led the way. I I'm not sure. I just know that they've been very smart in how they move. I think other others have been a bit uh, have spread to the suburbs like Costa and what's the Nero sort of tend to have more suburban but we have a Starbucks now but it's in a bit of a rubbish place and it's not easy to get to but when I worked in London and lived in London they're on every corner I you know I spent so much money then at Starbucks whereas now I mean yeah who who fills their card up with 50 quid Angela well (laughs) because it was the easiest thing to do but then COVID and it's just sat there now so Okay, so the way it works is if you will log in, members will be able to take part in the journeys, which will be series of interactive activities. These currently include, obviously in beta, a virtual tour of Starbucks Coffee Farm or answering trivia questions about the history of the company. When a journey is complete, the member is then rewarded a journey stamp in the form of an NFT. And bonus points are added towards the overall point total. As more stamps are collected and members gain more points, which generates additional access to different benefits being unlocked, there are going to be three levels that can be unlocked. And at each level, the benefit becomes more unique and impressive. I'm sure we've spoken about this in previous episodes about different levels yes. and opening levels up. Well, it's just gamification, isn't yeah. it? So brilliant the first level could include a virtual espresso martini making class and access to a unique merchandise and as the levels go up you could be rewarded with an invitation to starbucks reserve roastery roastery or at the highest level a trip to starbucks coffee farm in costa rica angela do you want to explain about how the tokens work okay So as we have explained, they are referred to as journey stamps. Essentially, they are NFTs. What is interesting, and I read an article, um, and I keep trying to find it. I can't find it again. Um, And they talk about how 
mainstream brands are entering this world and are trying to take the fear out of it by talking about these sort of more technical terms or crypto type terms in a more mainstream way. So it's similar to how food and drink companies introduce a new ingredient. They will do it with something we are comfortable with. Vanilla is a perfect example. Green tea with vanilla, kombucha with vanilla. It helps people ease into trying something new. Starbucks have done the same with their NFTs by calling them stamps. We're much more familiar with that concept, comfortable with we the are. stamp, you know? I mean, yeah. Do they have stamps at the moment? Well, you get your, well, you get your reward points, don't you? Oh, the, the okay. reward scheme. I think it's so, Nat Cafe Nero that still have the stamps. Yeah, still have your little, your old card with the stamp on. So the first stamps will depict Starbucks history and designs that they are famous for. There's a design which is the first location in Park Place Market, Seattle. And also their famous red holiday motifs are just a couple you're going to see on these stamps. Members will have access to the Starbucks Odyssey Market, powered by Nifty Gateway, which sits on the Polygon blockchain, where they can buy or sell their stamps. Again, more mainstream to appeal to a wider audience. You can buy using a credit card. There's no need to purchase a cryptocurrency or even have a crypto wallet. That's not required for this. If you purchase a stamp, this will also go towards your members' total points. Earlier this year, they will release their first NHT collection, which they are calling limited edition stamp for people to purchase. As with most of these collections and something you would expect from a large corporation, a certain percentage will go to charitable causes. What I can't find, which will be interesting to know, is how much Starbucks may make on the secondhand market. If people sell on their stamps, I'm sure at some point we'll be able to find that out. But mm. if every time somebody sells a stamp on a Starbucks going to get 5%, that'll be totally. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So anyone can join the wait list, which I did yesterday, and we'll leave a link in the bio for that. Oh, look at you. No, I, I love it. This is a really interesting project and release, and it validates more that the, the use of tokens and Web3 are creeping into the everyday life. And if you run a business, this is another good example of an idea that you could transfer into your own business. So again, when I'm thinking about stamps, I'm thinking about hairdressers. I've, I've also had a stamp book from my hairdresser. Why can't they do something creative? Well, even one of the um, like retail stores, like a small retail store, she had yep. like a royalty loyalty reward scheme. There's nothing stopping anybody from doing it, really, is there? It's no, just it really another is. tokenization of your business. It's a clever and it's, the way they put it forward, they've been really smart about how they've done that, haven't they? So, Absolutely. It's a great project. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Join us next week as we continue our journey into the metaverse. See you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.